Greetings and a warm welcome to today's episode of the Word Breakdown Podcast. It's your host once again, Alexander Kuenu, and I'm delighted to be here to share with you the Word of the Lord. If today is your first time listening to the Word Breakdown Podcast, God bless you for tuning in. God bless you for listening to His Word, and I would urge you to share the link Let others also listen to the word of the Lord. Let them study the word of the Lord. And let them fall in love with the word of the Lord. And if you are already a listener of the Word Breakdown podcast, God bless you for being here. God bless you for continuing to listen. And God bless you for sharing the link. I would also urge you to continue to share the link. And let's continue to blow the last trumpet. I'm really grateful to God for bringing me back here to share his word and i'm grateful for what the lord is doing for all of us and it's my prayer today that his will be done in our lives for the past few weeks we've been talking about the mind of christ and in our last episode we actually moved a little bit to focusing more on ourselves and in the last episode we discussed character by cultivating the fruits of the spirit character by cultivating the fruits of the spirit and this week we are still going to walk around the same topic character Although this time we are not going to focus more on the fruits of the Spirit, we are focusing on character. We'll touch a little bit on the fruits of the Spirit, but we will gear more towards overcoming temptation, overcoming temptation with the character that you have. So before we begin, before we enter into the word of God wants us to enter into a mood of prayer. Father, we acknowledge your holy name and we thank you for bringing us this far. We thank you for opening our minds so far to comprehend your word, to live with your word and to make your word our food for this life that we live in even as your word is about to be shared once again i pray that you enlighten the eyes of the understanding of whoever that is listening to this podcast and at the end of it all we'll give you the glory we'll give you the praise because the word that will come the word that is about to come it's a sharper than any two-edged sword and it can pierce even deep into whatever situation that we are going through and we believe in the word we are so confident in your word much more confident than any other thing we have ever come across and we thank you for what you have spoken and what you will still speak in our lives in the name of jesus that we have prayed amen okay yeah so we we are still on the topic character but overcoming temptations overcoming temptations in the previous episode where we spoke about character cultivating the fruits of the spirit we didn't dwell much on the fruits of the spirit which we can find in galatians chapter 5 verse 22 so assuming you were trying to understand what fruits are we talking about remember we spoke about the pomegranate which is a fruit coming together with the bell which is the gift 
and the between the fruit and the gift the clinging together of it produces a sound a pleasant sound that is able to preserve lives and in galatians chapter 5 verse 2 the bible makes us understand the fruit of the spirit which is love and peace and joy um, self-control um, goodness faith and all those things so at your own free time you can read the book of galatians chapter 5 verse 22 or perhaps you can read from verse 16 downwards and you are going to get a clearer understanding on what the fruits are but today on the subject of overcoming temptations overcoming trials and tribulations and afflictions the tests that we go through there there is one thing that i've come to understand and when god puts us in certain situations he usually puts us in that situation to promote us to make us overcome that thing but when the devil puts you in a particular situation then he does that to demote you because he wants you to fail at whatever he has given to you and when you fail you go below the bar but when god tests you he does that for you to build up a better character or for you to build up yourself in a better way and in that way the end result the reward that you get is promotion so we looked at the book of genesis and then we looked at the book of exodus where um, we understood how abraham was able to leave behind was able to lay down the weight that was going to prevent him from getting to his destination and from him obeying the word of the lord and the word that came to moses concerning the rope that his brother aaron was going to put on to minister to the lord and these two characters in the bible we were able to read and then study how they lived their lives in a particular scenario or in a particular area and today before we delve deeper into temptations or tests or trials i want us to look at something in the book of job job chapter 1 job who was a man who was a very very righteous man and there was no sin or whatever and we all know the story of job when he was tempted and then he overcame that temptation not only because he knew god but also because of the character that he had and at the end of the day the character that he had gave him the right decisions for him to make and to the extent that in as much as he went through all the things that he went through he never spoke against god he never cursed god and even when his friends did things and said things against the lord all that he did for his captivity to be turned was when he forgave his friends so when we read the book of job chapter 1 verse number 6 downwards the bible says that now there was a day when the sons of god came to present themselves before the lord 
and Satan came also among them. Verse 7 And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and walk and from walking up and down in it. In verse 8, the Bible says that, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God, and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? This was a question Satan was asking God. And before we continue, I want to first let us go through from verse 6 slowly. We'll go through slowly. And the Bible says from verse 6, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. I remember in one of my episodes, I spoke concerning the presence of the Lord, where even in the presence of God, Satan can still be there and he will not be rolling on the floor he will not be lying on the floor and be jumping and as though he's being delivered in this scenario satan was in the presence of the lord and he still had a chance to have a conversation with god and god also spoke to him this is this is like a prayer you speaking to god and god speaking back to you but let's go back to the main point the bible says that there was a day when the sons of god came to present themselves before the lord there is something that i want us to understand from here although that is not what we are going to treat today but there is something that i want us to see here the bible says that there was a day there was a day when the sons of god came to present themselves before the lord and the bible is specifically saying that the sons of god the sons of god but we know that jesus is the son of god jesus is the begotten of god and when you ask yourself which sons of god were available at that point in time presenting themselves before the lord showing themselves to god in other versions the bible says that in good news the bible says that when the day came for the heavenly beings to appear before the lord satan was there among them niv says that one day one day one day the angels came to present themselves before the lord and satan also came with them and when you try to translate or when you try to understand king james is saying that the sons of god other versions are saying angels came to present themselves the sons of god came to present themselves and does that mean that angels are also sons of god does that mean that angels were also born like the way jesus was born does that mean that angels are sons of god 
and this has been a topic and something that i think a lot of people need clarification and some kind of knowledge on we need to understand in hebrews chapter 1 verse number 5 the bible says that for unto which of the angels said he at any time thou art my son this day have i begotten thee and again i will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son and this is what the bible is saying unto which of the angels has god ever said at any time that thou art my son that you are my son and this day have i begotten thee and again i will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son so when you look at these two scriptures the sons of god presenting themselves before the lord and hebrews making us understand that god has not said at any time that to it to an angel that thou art my son does that mean that the bible is contradicting itself what is really the 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 understanding behind these two scriptures i want you to understand that the bible originally wasn't written in english there was a translation and there there have been many translations in english swahili tree in french spanish a lot of languages but originally in greek and in hebrew those were the languages that were being spoken during the time the authors were writing these books so when you take a look at also another scripture in the book of genesis chapter 6 verse number 2 genesis chapter 6 verse number 2 the bible says that let's start from verse 1 and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them verse 2 that the sons of god saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose and i want you to remember in one of these episodes how shall this be when i was trying to help us understand that not all angels come in the form of flying beings they are heavenly beings yes but you can have an angel on earth without wings the angel may look like you he may look like somebody he may have a fair skin or a dark skin or a chocolate skin that angel will eat that angel will drink that angel will bath but you would think that that is a human being that is why the bible says when paul said that beware and he admonished us to entertain strangers because in doing that we may entertain angels and that is the same way abraham when the lord visited abraham the three angels that came in the in, in the heat of the day when abraham saw them he bowed down and then he received them he gave them something to eat he fed them and then he had an interaction with them angels were able to eat while they were still on earth and these same angels when they had that conversation with abraham concerning sodom and gomorrah the destruction and that negotiation went on the bible makes us understand that when they went to sodom they met lot and even that lot gave them food to eat he washed their feet even that 
So I'm just make helping us understand that not all angels come in the form of flying beings. They are celestial beings, they are heavenly beings. They can do things we cannot do, but they can also possess the form of a man. So in Genesis chapter 6 verse 2, when the sons of God saw the daughters of men, remember these sons of God are the angels. These sons of God, although they are the angels, they were able to marry and also give birth. They were able to marry and then give birth. But the highlight of all what I'm saying is when the Bible was written in Greek and Hebrew and was translated later into other languages for us to understand it better in our own language. When you check the Hebrew word for son in these two scriptures or let's say these three scriptures in the book of job the sons of god which presented themselves before god and satan was present and in the book of genesis chapter 6 verse 2 where the bible makes us understand that the sons of god took wives of the daughters of men when they saw them the greek word for the son there is bene bene that's the greek word for the son in these two scriptures but in the book of hebrews chapter 1 verse number 5 when the bible was making us understand that at no time has god spoken to any angel to say that thou art my son that you are my son and you and and i have begotten you today the hebrew word for the son there is huios 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 and when you look at these two words although they all mean sons of god angels sons of god angels they have two different categories so they like the way some of the angels can fly some cannot fly some are on the face of the earth some are in heaven some are you know there are different categories of angels so now he's saying that at no point in time have i said to any angel that thou art my wheels thou art my son and all the angels that were being said or that the Bible said that they were sons of God in the book of Job chapter 1 verse 6 and Genesis chapter 6 verse 2. They were the Bene. They were the Bene. And when you read the book of John, when you read the book of John chapter 6, when you read the book of John chapter 6 verse 44, like any other scripture that you see, in the new testament that talks about our lord jesus christ being the son of god the same way in that same hebrew context the bible referred to jesus who is the son of god as the wheels so hebrews chapter 1 verse 5 is saying that i haven't called any angel or I haven't told any angel that thou art my wheels. But there are angels who are bene. They are sons, but they are bene. And the only son that is wheels is the one that I have begotten. So the begotten son who is Jesus, that is the wheels. And then the other sons who are not begotten, they are the bene. So looking at these two, looking at these two, looking at these two, you will get to understand that when the sons of God came in the presence of the Lord, right? And when this, uh, when Satan was there, the power that the son of God, which is the wheels, had wasn't the same power that the Bene had. The power of wheels is the same power of God, but the power of Bene is the power 
that is inferior to the power of God. So that was just by the way. We'll go back to Job chapter 1, verse number 6. Go on. Now, when we continue to read after the sons of God presented themselves and Satan was also available there, he was present in that gathering. The Bible says that, verse, verse 7, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? So God was asking him, Where are you coming from? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it, so the devil has no work to be doing he's just working idle he's looking for an idle man he's looking for somebody to devour and you know what he comes to do is to find someone who is idle and then destroy he will steal he will kill and he will destroy but the son of god who is the wheels our Savior, Jesus Christ, He comes to give life. And when He comes to give that life, He he gives it in abundance. So now, Satan is saying that, I've been going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down in it. And in verse 8, this is very key and very profound. I want us to Take note of this in verse 8. The Bible says that, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? You see, this was coming from the Lord. Satan didn't raise up the issue of Job. He never asked about Job. He never asked the Lord how Job is doing. He never said that Job has been covered before this conversation. But when they already started the conversation, God is now asking Satan that has he considered? Has he considered? So in all the wicked actions that the devil has been doing on this earth, God is asking, have you considered my servant? Yes, he belongs to me. He's my servant and I'm confident in him. Has thou considered my servant Job? That there is none like him in the earth. A perfect and upright man. And one that feareth God and eschewed evil. And this is coming from the Lord himself. His Acknowledging the fact that Job is a perfect and an upright man and he eschewed evil. A perfect and an upright man and one that feareth God. That is serious. That is so serious. And he's saying that there is none like him. So, when you walk to and fro the earth and you search for all men, you'll find only one man that stands out in that whole generation. And that man, there is none like him in the earth because he's a perfect and an upright man. And he fears the Lord. He fears me. And he eschewed evil. So, you know, like I said, that when God puts you to test, he does that to promote you. He does that to raise you. He does that to make you better. But when the devil tempts you when he tests you he does that to demote you and god knew that at this point in time job is a righteous man he's a perfect man he's an upright man he fears me 
and what other kind of promotion can I give to him if I know what he's capable of and I know he can overcome this why don't I allow that kind of man to go through that kind of temptation that will come his way and in verse 9 then satan answered the lord and said doth job fear god for not he's asking the lord this job that you are talking about this man that you are saying there is no man like him on the earth and he's perfect and upright and he fears god and he eschewed evil does he fear you for nothing does he just fear you for fearing sake there is a reason and he knew that there is a reason for job fearing the lord and he goes on to say that in verse 10 has thou not made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that he had on every side that thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land and now the devil is giving at a suggestion in verse 11 he's saying that but foot but put forth but put forth thine hand now remove your hand and touch all that he hath and he will curse thee to thy face and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now you see that short communication between Satan and god where god knew the kind of man job was but he still put him to test he still made sure because he knew that job was ready for a promotion job was ready for an uplifting he was ready for a different level and the devil knew he understood the principle of fearing god the principle of following god the principle of having god behind you and the devil was saying that job doesn't fear you for nothing you you have him covered in all areas you have a hedge of fire around him you 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 have you you have enclosed him with your protection and therefore even if i try there is nothing i can do and he's saying that but you i know you can do i know you can put forth your hand you can stretch your hand and you can take it back whatever that you have given to him you can you can take it all back and jobo kiss you and God said, no, this job is not mine. You have all the power to do anything you want to do to him. But for this man's life, you cannot take it. And that was the only thing Satan needed. Him saying that if you put forth your hand and take everything, Job will curse you. God was smart enough to know what satan was requesting for and he answered that request by giving him the power over everything that job had it goes on to show us that see the protection the hedge of god is so powerful that with that we are prevented we are exempted from anything that the devil plans against us 
But it doesn't end there because in as much as there was a hedge, the devil knew that the character of the man was what was, was what was keeping the hedge still being available there. And that is why he said, when you put forth your hand and you take away everything, this man, his character will change. He will curse you. And when he does that, that hedge will be broken. Character. 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 Hmm. You know, when the devil is coming to attack us, if you have realized this, when the devil comes to you in an attempt to attack you through somebody, through a friend, through anything or anyone, the whole point is for him to take you away from your stronghold. It's for him to take you away from what you really believe in. And then he attacks you. And then from there, you begin to sin. And sin means missing your mark so what the devil does is that he removes you from your original place he removes you from your stronghold that is why anytime you are being tempted any kind of temptation you realize that at that point in time you cannot think straight all the scriptures that you have in your mind you you will not even remember one one of it for you to think straight and come to your senses and say no this is not my portion this is not what i'm supposed to be doing and that is what the devil does when he comes to tempt you he takes you away from your original place in your thoughts he takes you away from your original place and then he makes you sin he makes you miss a, a mark and remember when you see when you sin or when you miss a mark you don't remain in the same standing that you were in with the Lord. You are not at the same level, but then your level drops down or your level reduces. And the, 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 there is one thing that I want us to understand. And in that is in the book of first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 and the bible says that there has no temptation taken you but such as is common to man but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Are you following me? Said there has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man so paul is saying that whatever temptation that you are going through today it has happened to someone before someone has gone through before and someone has overcome that temptation that you are going through the temptation that you feel like there is no way to overcome it he's saying that the temptation that has taken you it is it, it it has been common before it is so common that people have been overcoming it daily 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 so that temptation is not new you can also overcome it and he's saying that but god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted he will not suffer you he will not allow you to be tempted above that ye are able so he's saying that the faithfulness of god is in him not allowing you to be tempted above what you are able to overcome are you getting this god is so faithful 
that he will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able to take or what you are able to overcome but you are asking yourself so why is it that i'm always being tempted why is it that this temptation comes and it always overcomes me but the bible is saying that god is faithful and he will not allow me to be tempted above what i can take you know when a temptation is coming and that temptation is it passes through god and he allows that temptation to come to you that temptation comes to you at a particular level and the bible is saying that you god will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able above your level so it means that you have your level and the temptation that is coming also has its own level so we take a bottle of water or a bucket of water let's let's use two buckets we have two buckets and the temptation that is coming is coming at a level of half of one bucket or half of a bucket but your level as a child of god as a believer your level is the full bucket and that is what paul is saying that when god allows a temptation to come he knows that your level has reached the peak you are at the full level and then he allows a temptation to come which is at a lower level at the half bucket level or half bottle level and when god allows that he knows that you have the capacity to overcome that temptation you have that capacity to overcome that problem that is coming to you and he allows it to come and it is by his faithfulness that he he is able to know that you are above that temptation he's so faithful enough that he knows that you oh my son alexander he can overcome this 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 situation mm, is too small for him it's too small for him but the problem here is that when we are below that level of the temptation that is when the temptation overcomes us and when you are at the peak or the top of the bucket and god sends that temptation which is at the half level of the bucket and you sin remember i said sin is missing your mark sin when you sin you don't remain at the same level at the same full bucket standard at the same full bucket level when you sin you miss your mark and then your level drops when you sin you miss your mark and your level drops when you sin you miss your mark and your level drops so you know at the point where you are giving god the glory you are praising him you are thanking him and all that sin cannot overcome you when you have a good relationship with god sin cannot overcome you but sin will wait the devil will wait for you to go and fornicate he will wait for you to go and steal he will wait for you to go and commit adultery he will wait for you to go and do all those kinds of sin and then your level reduces and then it reduces and then it reduces and then it reduces till the time your level comes below the temptation that was allowed to come so you realize that god in his own faithfulness knew your level and then he allowed that temptation to come but with your own sin that you committed that you left that level and you missed your mark you have now come below the level of the temptation so at this point in time whatever temptation that comes will overcome you 
that temptation will be better than you. That temptation will make sure that you have failed. And that is why you need character. In as much as you have gifts, in as much as you have gifts, you still need character to maintain a certain level. You need character to maintain that top level. You need character in order for you not to miss your mark. You need character to still stay in that relationship with God. So, child of God, I want you to know this. The Bible says that who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So when in his own faithfulness, he allows that temptation to come because he knows your level. He knows your level and when he allows it to come, he will also make an escape way. And that escape way is you overcoming that temptation that is coming your way. So usually we say, God tempts us. God allowed this to come into my life. God did this. God did that. But we forget our own actions that we did for us to miss the mark, for us to miss the level. The sins that we committed, that even we didn't know about, but then it made us miss our mark. And we dropped in our level. We dropped in our relationship with the Lord. So child of God, I want you to have this at the back of your mind at the back of your mind in James chapter 1 verse 12 the Bible says that blessed 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 is the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried when he has been tempted when he has gone through he shall receive the crown of life which the lord hath promised to them that love him so your love for the lord is being tempted is being tested through that temptation and at the end of that temptation when you overcome it you are given a reward for you being being able to overcome the situation and in verse 13 that is very very lovely the bible says that let no man say when he is tempted i am tempted of god for god cannot be tempted with evil (laughs) oh my god god cannot be tempted with evil neither tempted he any man that is what the scripture is saying so when the lord allows you to go through that he knows that at that level that you find yourself in it is no longer a temptation at that top level that you find yourself in it is not a temptation when that half bucket temptation comes we in the dictionary of god he doesn't he doesn't define that as a temptation because he knows that you have overcome it but when you drop your level based on your own actions based on the sins that you commit based on you losing your mark and you become lower than the level of the temptation then that becomes a temptation and then that temptation isn't as a result of God tempting, but as a result of your own desires, as a result of what you do or what you did to bring you down to that level. So, child of God, when we continue to read verse 14, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. So dropping in the level is based on what we feel, what we lust for, 
when we last for it and then we go ahead with it and then we drop in our level that is when we allow temptations to come to come to come to come in into our lives and we continue to drop in levels we continue to drop in our relationship with god and that is why we need character you need character you need character this is a very serious serious issue you need character we have said enough I want you to know this even as we enter this week and it is my prayer that the Lord establishes your character he makes you a better person in love for him and for yourself the greatest commandment love your neighbor as yourself love your neighbor as yourself love your neighbor as yourself in all the commandments there is an iota of love in it and you know there was a point in time when jesus in matthew chapter 22 verse 37 when jesus had an interaction with the pharisees after he had sacked the sadducees and then they asked him which commandment is the greatest and then he said that you love the lord your god with all your heart with all your mind and with all your soul and you love your neighbor as yourself so love a fruit of the spirit character it is my prayer this week child of god that you love the lord with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul with everything that you have you love the lord and you love your neighbor as yourself that is all that i ask for in this week and i want you to know that god loves you and he wants the best for you and i love you as well until next time have a blessed week and build a better character. Shalom.